for tonight I was thinking okay what am I going to share out and I started reading in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28 and it started talking about the blessings of obedience and as we as I looked up the word obedience in the Hebrew I found out that it meant to hear it meant to uh, I know in English we put the word to obey but in Hebrew it means to hear or to listen and also it means to listen intelligently so as I read this I found out that it kept saying verse after verse it started talking about all the abundance that comes to God's children when they listen but sometimes we're so busy with the affairs and you know just going from day to day with social media so many things coming at us all at once that sometimes it's hard for us to just sit still be quiet and listen so even now as you're uh, listening with to me on this on this radio show uh, many of us may be distracted even though you're trying to listen uh, because you believe that it's been ordained for you to be hearing my voice tonight to talk about abundance being in your future and the key word for us to get to that abundance is to listen and so we're going to have to try our best to focus in and avoid the distractions. Just sit back, you know, pull out our uh, notebooks, our pens, and kind of hear what God is saying through our spirit. So we're going to jump right in. So if you have your Bibles with you, you can turn to the book of Deuteronomy 28. So you can know that I'm not here, um, you know, just speaking my own words. This is uh, God's word that he told to his children so, so they can recognize what is theirs. The example that comes to my mind is if you're baking a cake, let's just, just pick up a random cake. So if you're baking a butter, butter pecan cream cake and you grab the, um, the recipe for that cake and you want the cake to come out just as it says in the book or the one that you tasted from Aunt Sue and you're looking for that cake you're gonna have to listen intelligently right you're gonna have to follow the recipe so that you can get the result that you want so the purpose of you baking the cake and following the rules is so that you can get the end result of this butter pie cake so but what if you decide you know what instead of using cream pie I'm gonna use peanut butter and so you go ahead and you gather your own ingredients and you decide you're gonna do it your way but you're still expecting to get this buttercream pie cake um, but you put peanut butter in it so at the end have you fulfilled the purpose of getting to that cake at the end you have a peanut butter cake and so if someone was supposed to rate you I know my son loves watching uh, the cook-off shows on the Food Network um, and then love to see it when you know you have to try to guess who's gonna get booted off the show the people who always get booted off the show first is the ones who blatantly did not follow directions if the people said you need to have peanut butter in the cake and you decide you're gonna put something else in the cake you get booted off the show simply because you did not follow direction you did not listen and so sometimes in life we feel as if 
you know, we don't have to listen to the manual. We said the Bible means basic instructions before leaving earth. That's like a acronym that I like to use. And so we know that God gave us like just basic, you know, living things to, to live a life of success because he created you for a purpose and he wants you to be able to enjoy that purpose. And we all have a different purpose, but the only way we can find fulfillment and find that purpose is to be able to listen, right? We have to listen to hear, all right, what's the recipe? And so today we're going to go through the recipe uh, that God gave to his children in order for them to find abundance, to, to be able to walk in their purpose so that at the end they can, they can really feel fulfilled. Why am I saying, um, you know, so you can be fulfilled? What's the purpose of that? I like to use the scripture, John, um, John 10, 10, it says, Jesus said that I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Another version says, I have come that you might have life to the full till it overflows. And so we know that that's the purpose that Jesus knew his purpose. He knew clearly why he came uh, because he always said that he only does what he hear his father say. So he was a good listener. We know he used to go on to the mountains. He used to pray. He used to listen to God and he's our example. So we can spend time with God and listen to him and pray to him as well because he says in Ephesians 2 we are seated with him in heavenly places so we have the same uh, rights and the same privileges and the same power that Jesus had and so uh, my role today is just to help you to fine-tune some things fine-tune our frequency so we can get our frequency line up to God so that we can know our purpose and so we can live a fulfilled life and tune out all the distractions uh, all the negativity that comes our way to try to keep us away from our purpose so I know sometimes we like to take the positive and leave off the negative but Jesus told us both he said why he came which is so that we can have a life abundantly. And then he also in that same verse told us what the enemy's role is. He said, but the thief come to kill, steal and destroy. So we know that even though uh, God has a purpose for us, the enemy's plan is to keep us from that purpose because he wants to destroy and crush our spirit because we know hope deferred crushes the spirit that's what uh, Solomon says the wisest man who ever lived in the book of Proverbs and so some of us have been dreaming and believing for some things to happen in our lives and we have given up hope and we just kind of stop listening and we're going through the mundane task of life but tonight I just want to reignite your hope and let you know that God is still speaking to you he still has a purpose for your life. He still has a plan for your life. And he wants you to live that abundant life. Because he, he don't want to have come in vain. He, he came for a purpose. He came for you. Particularly. I know it's easy for us to think that. Oh Jesus came to save the whole world. He did. 
but I want us to personalize it. I want you to know that he came for you so that you can walk and live out your purpose. Even though we know that the enemy's role is to try to keep you from that. But we have some, um, some tips and some things that was lined out for us so that we could be able to recognize what we need to expect. I think that's the big deal. The big thing is to know what it is that we should expect. Because if we don't know, like if you're going to bake a cake or you're going to do a puzzle, you kind of want to see, you know, what the end product should look like. So it gives you some type of idea. Okay, this is what, it sh- what it, this is what it should look like. So God did the same thing for us. He said, he told Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, 11. I like to use that scripture because Jeremiah uh, thought that the purpose God had for him was so grand and he was thinking man how can I do something so grand he was thinking man I don't know if I'm qualified for this great uh, task that God has me for me to speak to kings and do all these great things and he's thinking just me so God had to remind him listen I know the plans I have for you it's plans to give you Um, peace and in the Hebrew peace is shalom meaning wholeness prosperity wealth it also means health and uh, wellness so it showed you the holistic um, point of view that God says listen the plan I have for you is a plan of wholeness is a plan to see you um, you know get to your purpose and that that was so amazing that God had to let Jeremiah into that secret that he had greatness in store for Jeremiah. And it's the same thing I want to tell you today, that God has greatness in store for you, but he needs you to expect it. The only way he can get Jeremiah, Jeremiah to buy in to the plan was to, to lay it out to him so he could see the finished product. So just like with the cake so you could see what it's supposed to look like but not only just show you what it's supposed to look like tell you what ingredients goes in there tell you how to actually bake the cake and that's what Jesus did he God didn't just tell us how we the end product which is um, shalom which is wholeness which is prosperity which is health he didn't just tell us that he gave us steps and one of the keys that we're going to um, talk about. This is going to have to be a two-part segment uh, because it's so it's so rich, and I want to make sure we get the fullness of what God is expecting of us. Is the key there is to listen, and so we see in um, soon as he started, I, I'm reading the um, CEV version, and they give you when they're about to read of. A cluster of scriptures to give you a little heading and the heading says blessings of obedience and so when we read in Deuteronomy chapter 1 right off the bat we see that um, God put a disclaimer out there he said if you listen to the voice of Jehovah your God God will set you on high above the nations So right off the bat, I thought, wow, he is saying that if you listen to me, I will set you on high. 
And after that, he listed a long list of blessings, which I'm going to share with you. I'll be excited to share those um, list of blessings with you. But the big disclaimer is if you listen. So just like with the cake, hey, if you put the right ingredients in the cake and you follow the instructions, this is what you're going to get. So God is saying that, listen, I want to set you above. It says, I will set you on high above the nations if you listen. Now, if you don't listen, <laughs> that's another story. But we're trying to focus in today. Uh, we, you know, he's going to give us both. But the key here is to listen. But sometimes the reason we don't listen is because we have no expectations from God. Do we expect God to speak to us? Do we expect to hear his voice? Do, are we expecting abundance? Maybe maybe you haven't. Maybe no one uh, told you or read uh, this scripture to you before and really give you a picture of what God is expecting. Because sometimes we go through life and we're so busy, we kind of stop and not, you know, and don't think. But the questions I want for you to ponder on tonight is, are you expecting to overflow in prosperity? That sounds very like like how people kind of talk down about like prosperity preachers, etc. I'm not one of those um, prosperity or whatever preacher. I'm not even a preacher. All I'm doing is just reading a scripture that I found um, to be very interesting that I don't seem to get to hear people say it often is that God was just so plainly just talking to his children like I'm talking to you today and he just said plain out listen if you listen to me this is what's going to happen and so um, as I'm going to go through verse by verse to kind of say what what God is expecting of us if we listen then I'm going to go through what he says is expected if you don't listen. And what I found is people are more comfortable with the results that God said would happen when you don't listen. So for example, he says, listen, if you, <laughs> I keep saying, seems like I'm saying listen a lot, but God is saying that if you listen to me, I'm going to increase you. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to multiply you. But for some reason, that is not what we have come to expect. And then later on in verses, um, in chapter 28, when you get halfway through the scripture, then he started to talk about what's going to happen when you don't listen or when you don't obey. Then he says, you're going to be beneath. You're not going to be above. You know, in the beginning, he said, you, you'll be high above the nations. And he's saying, listen, but if you don't listen to me, you're going to be beneath. Then he said, you're going to prosper if you, um, you know, if you listen to me. And then when, when you read the lower scripture, it says, but if you don't listen to me, you're going to be in lack. You're going to decrease. And so it's so interesting how, as, how a lot of Christians prefer to be in the category of those who don't listen. Because they feel, some people just feel better knowing that they're in need. And they're in lack. I know it sounds it sounds strange, uh, but it's just easier to not um, expect an overflow of prosperity. It sounds so 
lofty. You know, it sounds like, man, is that really for me? Does God really have that for me? And we start to second guess that. And so I want to challenge you today. Just like you expect your children to succeed, there's the same way how God is expecting you, his child, to succeed. But it's going to take a bit of mindset um, changes. We're going to need to expect it. We have to know that God is a is a better father than any earthly father. That God is a better caretaker than any earthly caretaker. And sometimes, you know, people say, well, God don't want everybody to succeed. Well, if you have 10 children, don't you want all 10 to succeed? Or are you going to play favorite favoritism? You're going to say, all right, I want the first one and the last one to succeed. But the others, nah, I don't want you guys to succeed. Let's see, you, not so much you. No, that won't be being a good parent. That will be being partial. And the scripture clearly says that God is not a, a partial God. There's no partiality. He, it says, um, I forgot the exact exact uh, quotation of the scripture, but we know that God is a God of uh, righteousness. And so we know that when he says that he wants his children blessed, he's talking about all his children, all who listen to him. When Jesus said, I have come that you might have life, and have it more abundantly he was talking about all of us all his brothers and sisters he didn't discriminate i love it when we read the scripture because we know that shalom doesn't just mean money because you can have money and not have health or you can have money and just be miserable in your mind and in your emotions so we're not talking about about being one-sided remember the word shalom it means wholeness which means you're sound in your mind, you're sound in your spirit, you're sound in your body, and you're sound uh, financially that you're not begging, but you're able to help start your ministry, minister to people, minister to teens, to children, to the abused, uh, to the neglected, and that you're there to do it, to do everything that God has asked you to do. But it all starts with listening. Uh, but if you're not expecting to hear, you're not going to listen. And so for this first segment is just to get your minds and your hearts ready to listen, to expect to hear from God about the purpose he has for you because he has everything laid out. He told you how the finished product needs to look and he, he told you, um, you know, he, he, that's what Jesus came for. To, to help us with this so that we can get into covenant with God. So now we know that God has a covenant of shalom with us, which means he has a covenant of peace, of wholeness, of, um, of, of health in your mind, in your body, in your spirit. And so once we're able to get that picture, then we're ready for our next step. So stay tuned. And we're going to be talking about our next steps in living a life of abundance, living a life on purpose and just expecting to hear and expecting to listen to God and just expecting greatness from our great God. And so stay tuned and we will be right back. <music> 